And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's Expository Thursday. Expository Thursday. As we work together to know the letter better into the narrative of the book of Acts, we travel to understand what things the Lord requires of us and learn to apply God's timeless truths in our lives. First, there are those people, and you may be one of them. I hope you are. They're always thinking about others. They're always trying to do for others. They are genuinely interested in the welfare of others. When these people die, it's a real bummer. That is the kind of person that Tabitha was from Joppa. Tabitha means gazelle or gracious. Then she died. Next, her friends were preparing her funeral. That's so sad. But then one or more of them had an idea. Peter, the mighty apostle, the companion of Jesus Christ, was close by. Even though Tabitha, also called Dorcas, was dead, they decided to seek Peter out. Tabitha wasn't sick. She was dead. She was laid in an upper room waiting for her dirt nap. Somewhere between death and burial is a moment. Even in our situations between death and burial is a moment. And because of Jesus, there's still a moment after the burial too. Finally, Peter came, cleared the room, commanded, assisted, and presented her alive to the widows and the believers. Faith increased, the word spread, and Jesus was glorified. Not too shabby. Just another day working in the kingdom. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oive, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us during the show, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call. That number, just just get ready, just get ready. Something unique happens because when you call 972-445-0770, you will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite. 
Yeah, I like that. That's pretty good, right? It's got a nice flow. We'll figure that out. Hey, when you talk to Dynamite D, let me just say this. I just want to tell you this right now. Okay, That's like two things in a row. I'm going to give you two. Ready? Two, because we missed the last one. Number one, it's like getting to judge a pie-eating contest. Okay, that's good, because then you get to decide what's good. And then number two, it's like getting on the scale and finding out you actually did lose weight. <laughs> That's right. I went to the doctor today. I did lose some weight. And then I was yelling because I had gained much because of that whole experience that I went through. And he was just looking at me like, get out of my office. Anyway, <laughs> here's the bottom line. The bottom line is if you've got a question, a comment, a thought, if you've got something you want to share, you got an opinion, if you've got a prayer request or a praise report, you can reach out to us. You are allowed to do that. We want you to do that because that's how part of fellowship takes place it's kind of a give and take you share i share everybody shares we connect to one another we look at the word we pray for one another we laugh we cry all of it because that's part of the christian life and so in that process we want you to have access to do that we want you to have the opportunity if you've got something going on you need prayer then call us you got something you want to share? The Lord did this amazing thing? Call us. Tell us. Tell your brothers and sisters about it. It doesn't matter what their background is. It matters that they love the Lord, right? Plus, we also do Bible trivia. This one you ought to get, although I'm doing the King James Version. Who said, He hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden, for behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. Who said he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden? For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. If you think you know the answer, you are welcome to call in 972-445- 0770 pow pow for L. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email david at he must increase.org. Those are all your options. Who said uh somebody is calling in? Who said he hath regard uh he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden for behold and from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. So somebody is calling in. We will give them that chance to uh, talk, and uh, we're going to go into this uh, teach on the book of Acts. I I thought, if you didn't get a chance there yesterday's show, I thought that was pretty good on the Christian Chaos Part 5, so I'd encourage you uh, to take a listen to it through the podcast. You do that through the website. It's not too difficult. You just click on... You know, latest episodes, and then you click on the button, and it just plays on your computer, your phone, whatever. Uh, uh, sounds pretty good. I think it sounds pretty good uh, in addition. So, all right, we're going to see if that person is calling for a question or to answer the trivia. We'll find out momentarily uh, as, as they're kind of just talking and sharing with uh, Dynamite D. But, that, see, that's the fun part about this. You get to call. You get to talk to him. You get to share. That's what we like about the show. Now, so what we're going to do is we're going to get uh, – momentarily going to get into this process about this woman named Tabitha, who also was her name was Dorcas. And her name, by the way, means gracious or or gazelle or gracious. And you're going to find out that she's just a terrific person that people really liked. And there's 
everything right and nothing wrong with just being a great person. I mean, there's just all all of that is good. It, it doesn't save her. It's just a result of the Lord touching her life. And so uh, you you think about this, and it's you, you know remember in the story you know, you're gonna find out that we're uh, just coming that, off uh, Ananias being healed, uh, or Ananias being healed, yeah, and we're gonna get right porn, into Tabitha. But in, before that, what do we got going on? We got a gentleman that wants to sh- wants to share his own trivia question to you. Okay, and is he gonna answer our trivia question? Or we don't know. He don't know. The gotta be no. Samson. All right, send him on through. <laughs> Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, oh you there? He knock. hung up. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Call back. We're right here. All right. So a trivia question. Who said uh, he has regarded the lowest state of his head maiden for behold and from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. All right, they're calling right back. And that's what you do. If you call and you get disconnected, you just call right back. It's fine. All right, send them on through. Yes, ready? This was oh. trivia. Oh, okay, okay. that's okay. fine. That's good. Send them through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, this is Bobby. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bobby. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I think I know the answer. Well, I bet you're going to get it right. And I bet if you're not sure you're going to get it right, we'll get you to get it right. <laughs> Who said he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden for behold, and henceforth all generations shall call me blessed? Well, I remember there was two women in the Bible, one in the Old Testament, one in the New. The Old Testament was uh, Jael. And the New Testament was Mary. Mary is the answer! (laughs) And you know what's so amazing about that? And I want to say it because I just want people to understand it. So what happened, now I understand there's differences in theologies between the denominations and the group of believers. I understand that. But it's unfortunate that Mary gets taught less because this is a woman that's like, okay, let me get this straight. You're going to overshadow me. I'm going to carry the Messiah. And instead of saying, I don't believe you, she's like, how are you going to do it? It's like she's wanting to know, how's this going to happen? Which is, I think is a fascinating. That's what a young person would say is, how are you going to oh, go yeah. about that? I love that. <laughs> Full of questions. Yeah, it's like, wow, I want to see this. And it's like, wow, amazing it happened. So excellent oh, yeah. job, my brother. Very good work. Well, you have a good day. It's good to hear you on the radio still. Right. God bless, brother. so daily. Thank you so much. I appreciate that deeply. God bless. You Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. All right. Excellent job, Bobby. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to finish. I want to teach this little portion because it's important. I just want you to understand. We'll go like two minutes, maybe three. I'll kind of just wave my hand up in there. Okay, but here's what it says. Uh, oh, now somebody else is calling in. Is that somebody else? <laughs> I'll get to this teaching. I'm telling you right now. I promise I'm going to I'm gonna get there. Uh, in the meantime, let's see if that's the same person calling back with the trivia question. Now that the trivia question has been answered. Or we'll see if it's just somebody else calling in. Uh, Here's the text, by the way, so I will read that. Acts chapter 10, there was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which in the Greek is Dorcas. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. Wouldn't you love that to be your definition from God? Here's God defining this person eternally in the scriptures. Just nice. Nice person. I want that. Mine's going to be annoyed people left and right every day he could. But he shared jokes. <laughs> it's, 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 come on. It's, 
drove people nuts. <laughs> Congratulations. All right. Somebody uh, ready to ask me the trivia question? Yeah, this yeah, this is legitimate All right, bring them on through. That's fine. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Shorty. Hi, Shorty. How are you? I'm fantastic, almost. A leukemia re- uh, re- uh, survivor, and God has been so good to me in the last two years, even through leukemia, because I've been able to witness to some of the people in the chemo lab and lead them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Even though I have cancer, they would listen to me where they would maybe not listen to someone that did not suffer from that disease. That's amazing, isn't it? It's it's amazing how God will take that kind of opportunity. Nobody else could reach them, but you're in that one position, and the Lord just puts it in your heart. You share with them, and it moves upon their heart. And only God could coordinate something that brilliant. I mean, it's just incredible. Absolutely. Spoon, uh, I have a, a trivia question, but I also have a poem that the Lord Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit of God, has given me. And my wife got it copywritten through the Library of Congress, and I would love to share it with maybe your listeners and see if it Maybe someone could be blessed out there by it, not because of me, but because of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, absolutely. The question will be, do you want to do the trivia first or the poem first? Let's do the trivia question. All right, and and, and you know, I'm not that good at answering trivia. I'm just really good at asking <laughs> trivia. I'm just telling you that ahead of time. That's my little that's my little bailout right there. Okay, fire away, brother. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> okay, one time, one time Jesus told Peter, Simon Bar-Jonah, you'll be known as Peter. We know that Bar now means son of, and Jonah equated to John. So we know that the word Bar means son of. Right. So when Pontius Pilate asked the people, who do you want me to release, Jesus or Barabbas? We know that Bar means son of, and we know that Abba is father, and Abba's means fathers. So in essence, he asked the people, do you want me to release the son of the father or the son of the fathers? That's I've never heard that creed. Excellent. That is an excellent, excellent observation. I mean, that is really, <laughs> I just think that's great. I love stuff like that. You see, I'm a guy who listens to that and goes, Oh, yeah, look at that, look at that. And then what will happen is I'll go home, and after I get uh, most of my stuff done, and and, uh, right about the time the wife is watching something I definitely don't want to watch, right about that time I will will dig into the Greek so I can look into that and see and read that out. That is a fascinating, fascinating uh, observation. I just commend you for that. That's so good. 78 years old, and I've never heard that preached since I was 12 years old. Wow. That is real. Now, you know let what? me say my poem, if you would. And, yep. and I, I, I'm only saying this because I want people to be blessed by it, not anything about me. The Holy Spirit of God gave me this poem, and I was suffering very much from uh, uh, leukemia and lymphoma at the same time. And so now I still have leukemia, but as God has it, uh, this is my calling now to speak to other people. With three old nails and six long hours, Jesus paid for these sins of ours. He didn't complain or make a fuss. He bled and died for the rest of us. He'd been betrayed and he'd been denied. 
in Pilate's courts. He was tried, found guilty of nothing, but he must die for crucify him. That was their cry. Then the Golgotha of Calvary Hill, his only thought was his father's will. For without his death, this world would be lost. But now redeemed by his blood and his cross, he paid in full. Now the choice is theirs with three old nails and six long, long hours. Wow. Wow. If you want to, and I would never uh, require anything, but if you want to, if you send that to us via email, I'll put that up on our website. Make sure that you get the copyright at the bottom. Make sure people know that. But that is absolutely wonderful. How did you write it? In other words, what happened? Did you did you just sit down and write it one line after another, or did you write it in portions? How did that go about? I, I woke up. I woke up from a deep sleep, and I was I was uh, suffering very badly from uh, lymphoma and a lot of pain, and and I had this phrase on my mind, on my mind when I woke up at 3 a.m. I live close to Princeton, Texas, and uh, I I had uh, three old nails on my mind, and so I got up and I jotted three old nails down, and then the next morning when I got up, I uh, was watching television, and during the commercial. I got a pen and paper, and I just wrote this poem, just word after word after word, and and uh, I showed it to my wife, and I said, uh, Linda, look at this, and she looked at it, and she said, where did you get that? And I said, I just wrote it down, and she said, that's awesome, and so she sent it to a friend in, in Billings, Montana, put it on the refrigerator, and a, a guy up there wanted to make a song from it, and she called my wife. She said, would he re- uh, care if we made a song? And Linda said, no, don't do that. So she got on the Internet that day and got uh, five of my poems copywritten to the Library of Congress. And so I, and we make little booklets, and we hand them out. We just send them out and uh, give them to people for free because it came to me free, and I'm not in the money-making deal. I want to I honor my Lord Jesus Christ if I can. That is—what a great, great— story i mean it's great how the lord did that and and you just yeah. sharing that was just absolutely lights out fantastic so uh if you want to share that with uh the the audience in the sense of somebody seeing it on the website we'd be glad to do that make sure it points back to you even though you're not getting anything for it doesn't matter it's still a great thing to share and so i'm going to ask you a question and, and ask you to and this is for you this is your opportunity to kind of help some other people people that are going through it and are really really struggling What's the what's the in, in, for the stuff that you've gone through? What would be a a big solid piece of advice that you would just you know this is one thing, Dave, that I would just tell people who've gone through a tough time. This is what I this is what the Lord's shown me. What would you give them? What advice would you share? Attitude, attitude, attitude towards the Lord Jesus Christ and God the Father about why. No, I'm sorry, how can God be glorified through this disease? When I think back, Mr. Spoon, about Paul being chained to the jailer in a deep, dark dungeon, and he, and I want to think it was Silas, was singing at midnight, Yep. chained in the jail to the jailer, 
And those jails were a lot worse than our jails today. Yep. And they were singing praises to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the jailer and his family got saved because of the condition that Paul was in, yet still glorifying God. That's what I want to do. Do I sin? Yes, every day. So does everyone. But I want to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ with the attitude of gratitude. That's Awesome. Absolutely excellent. It's amazing because that text you bring up, it does make a notation that the listeners, the, the prisoners, were also listening. And so people yes, people listen to how we respond to things. That's an Mr. important— Mr. Spoon, can it, I give you one more poem? Yeah, sure. The father was talking to his son. I've got a job. It needs to be done. There's only one that I can ask. To go do this grievous task. I want you to build a strand from me to you and then to man. A baby in a manger, earth will receive a carpenter's son. No one will believe that you came to earth to do my will. Will one day walk up Calvary Hill to pay for their sins? My will sublime. Fun, you'll build a strand one nail at a time. Wow, that is excellent. Boy, that's a definite gift, man, that the Lord gave you. I mean, I just think it's just absolutely terrific. If you're able to, you're welcome to share them with us. We'll put up a page on our website so you can just so people can look at it, but we'll point it back to whatever direction you want. That'll be up to you guys. But that's a that's a phenomenal job, Shorty. And I just think that you and Lena, that your testimony is an awesome testimony a blessing bless me and it's just i know it's blessing the people that have heard it and and uh it'll be recorded forever so to speak and i just think it's great you did a great job okay all right my brother god bless you i don't know the website tell me the website oh it's 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 he must increase.org so he must increase.org. Right, right. From when John, John 3.30, when he said he must increase, but I must decrease. So he must increase.org. I will send three poems and two of my things that are all copywritten to you. You got it. There's a contact us button on there. That's the one you want to hit. Okay. You got Thank it? Thank you so much, Mr. Spoon. All right. I enjoy your show. Thank you. Much. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was a certainly that was a dynamic and awesome and incredible uh, spirit filled treat. Wasn't that just wonderful? Yeah, I told him. Make sure, I'll say, come on air and yeah, share that. Yeah, I love that. I be. love that. And I love that you had enough uh, uh, understanding on how we want to do the show to do that. That's an important. That's an important part. And so we're only four minutes from the break. Let me just do the the teach out. And then we'll take the break at 27, and that'll just we'll just kind of be then it'll look like we're back on track. <laughs> yeah, like I'm ever on track. That's hilarious. That's yeah. the best part when it's off track sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is true. There is something about that. So that whole thing, remember we started the whole show about break the rules, right? It's like sometimes, right? It's, it's, and it's not that you, but it's, I mean, just how good was that with that shortage? It was just fascinating. It was just absolutely lights out fantastic. And I think the timing was important because, People have been going through certain battles. 
Yeah. So the timing was also important. Yeah, that's an amazing. Uh, it's an amazing element too. Uh, one of the things that's coming up in the in the teachings in the Book of Acts has to do with the timing and how everything is created. I mean, you guys, you do understand that God told Israel, uh, told Abraham, to, all right. So they're going to be they're going to be uh, uh, prisoners like for four hundred years, and people are like, oh, well, that's a big span of time, so on and so forth. Did you know that they left to the day? On the 400th year, do you know, to, from when God said it, to the day? Do you know how difficult that is? Wait, let me just say this. How difficult would it be to take a nation of anywhere from 800,000 to 1.5 million people and have them all leave on a day? Wait, 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 wait. 400 years in the future. <laughs> it's like, how do you do that? You have to understand, America's now, we're just like a couple hundred years old. This is like 400 years. Isn't that stuff amazing? This is one of the things. So I, we'll skip the teaching. We'll go into the teaching. Later. I, mean, I, I think stuff like this, and then even another thing that Shorty shared about, about thinking about them asking for Barabbas and thinking about asking to release the son or uh, the, the son of the father, the son of fathers. And it's just like, I just think that's the coolest stuff there is. I know it sounds crazy, but these are some of the things that should fill our hearts with joy. When we, you know, when you're reading the word and the Lord goes, look at this, and you just go, what? That's a miracle. I mean, I know some people are like, no, no, you're just understanding. <laughs> the normal man and the normal woman, and I guess I should say the normal child, cannot grasp those things. They have to be revealed. They have to be opened up. It, it, it's absolutely correct to say that in these kind of things, Jesus has to open our minds. And when we are engaging with the Lord through his word, because of the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, our minds, by the power of the Holy Spirit, it's like they just and they just like kind of flicker on and go, oh, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Oh, I get this. Oh, I never caught this before. All of these things that the Lord does, these are present day miracles. You know what? why we don't call them miracles is because how people treat that term and how the uh, world treats that term. God has probably done thousands of miracles in your lives and in my life. I know it's tens of thousands and we don't even call them that. That's powerful. Just think when we stand before him, when he goes, oh, I did this, 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 we'd be like going, probably should have said something about that. Probably should have acknowledged you on that, right? Oh, my goodness. What a great testimony. What a great job. And I don't care if this happens to show. It makes me happy. It makes me happy because I just believe God is in the middle of it. I just want to be where the Lord is. That's what we should all want, right? All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hey there. It's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, 
you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. As promised, we are going to now uh, have our interview with the Apostle Peter. We were fortunate uh, enough to have an interview a couple weeks back with an angel from heaven, and now we've been given permission from the powers on high to go ahead and have an interview with the Apostle Peter. Peter, thank you so much for uh, taking the time for whatever's going on there in the heavenly realms and uh, talking to us. Well, Dave, you're welcome. I'm real glad to see that people are carrying on the work of loving our Lord Jesus Christ and advancing the kingdom. And I'm very, very, very pleased to see that the radio station is moving forward in advancing the Lord Jesus Christ in his lordship, both in uh, personal lives and in corporate lives. It's a great thing for me to see. Well, thank you, Peter. Uh, that's great. And uh, so I guess I want to ask you some basic questions. I'm really breaking this uh, interview down into two separate sections. The first section is kind of before the resurrection, and the second section is kind of after the resurrection, after the ascension. Okay, Dave, that'll be fine. I know exactly what you're trying to accomplish here. Uh, probably unknown to you is that uh, we know exactly where this is going. Well, Peter, I don't want to say that that's kind of scary, but okay. Here's uh, my first question to you, sir. Uh, what are you absolutely the most proud of as a disciple and as an apostle of Jesus Christ? Well, David, that's a great question. The thing that I am absolutely the most proud of was the moment that Jesus asked all of us to identify who he really was. And it was at that moment that I was able to say that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. That's the actual rock that the church has been built on. I think some people thought that the rock might have been me myself, but it was my confession that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It is that statement of faith that the church has been built upon and that the gates of hell have never nor will ever prevail against. The David Spoon Experience. Sometimes Welcome back Sometimes to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Excellent job by our friend, our new friend, Shorty, and his wife, Linda, and the coordinating. He shared a fant two fantastic poems and a, just a terrific testimony. Big shout-out to him and his wife. Big shout-out to their family. Great job uh, sharing. And for everybody that heard that, we then asked him, what's the like? what, what are some of the keys? Because he's gone through quite a bit, facing right at the valley of the shadow of death. He said, attitude. Attitude about Jesus. Attitude about God the Father. Attitude about what you're going through. It's like all right then and there. What an excellent, excellent job. So I just want to commend him. And then if uh, we get that information, we'll get that up. It takes us a little while to get stuff up. Just, just Everybody be patient. You know, you have to be patient because I'm a doctor. So that's, that's now you got to be patient. See, I can do that now. All right. All right. Okay. 
Uh, we're going to get ready to do our next trivia question. We've got our teaching we're still going to do, and it's easy. I can I can get it done in a couple of seconds. It doesn't even matter. So, uh, But here's your next trivia question, and uh, this is a pretty good one for those that listen to the show, okay, because I just taught on this not that long ago, and I will give you the hint, this one hint. The answer comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 1. Who said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Who said that? I just taught on this, uh, I would say Thursday. I think I just taught on Tuesday. But uh, can anything good come out of Nazareth? You know, a little sarcasm. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Okay. If you think you know, (laughs) you are welcome to call in 972 Four four five zero seven seven zero. Remember the answers in uh, John, the Gospel of John, chapter one. Uh, you can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three. As well, you can send an email, David at hemusincrease.org. We also send you up to the website at this time. I just want to remind you guys about two things. One, try to be a blessing to other people. That's just a cool thing to think and to say to one another. And then number two, uh, I know I know things are tight all over everywhere. They're tight for us too. Money is uh, helpful for us to do the ministry. If you have it, great. If not, it does matter what, how your heart is in that process, especially if you read uh, the end of Mark chapter 12 and the widow woman. But I would just say if you can give, great. If not, pray for us. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org Jet plane. No? On a runway. Okay, on the runway. (laughs) In a pool. (laughs) In a pool. In a pool. That was okay. Uh, who said, can there, can anything good come out of Nazareth? I mean, you just got to think about that. That's like such a great, uh, sarcastic question. Sorry, it is. Yeah, I know you guys might not think so, but no, that's just wrong. It is. <laughs> just like, like, what? Can anything good come out of San Francisco? What? No. Anyhow, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David. That he must increase.org. I only have a couple of jokes, then we're going to get into our teaching. Uh, but I do have a couple of jokes. These are not meant to offend anybody, but if you do get offended, you should check 1 Corinthians 13, where it says love is not easily offended. Okay? All right. Uh, uh, this The first one's about uh, one's a politic, one's a teenage father to a son, and one's a husband talking about his wife. Here's the one about the husband talking about his wife. My wife is an angel. She doesn't have and she doesn't have an earthly thing to wear, and she's always up in the air harping about something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'll get me in trouble. All right, uh, this is a good one, though. This is a political one. You may have wondered why why it is that conservatives are called right and liberals are called the left. The answer, according to some right-wingers, is found in the Bible, in Ecclesiastes 10.2, where it says, The heart of the wise inclines to the right, but the heart of the fool to the left. 
That's what it says. It's not, can't talk about that. And then this one uh, I think is classic and should have used this on my own kids, which tells you uh, how much I have to learn, but now it's too late because they're all grown up. Uh, father to a teenage son, maybe you should start to provide for yourself while you still know everything. <laughs> See? Because, like, I know everything. Okay? Why don't you start providing for yourself? See that? That's kind of funny. Okay. For those that are thinking that wasn't funny, yes, it was. That's it. That's all they got. All right. Uh, to the text, to the text, to the text we go. There was a believer in Japan named Tabitha, which in the Greek is Dorcas. She was always con- doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. Her friends prepared for her fu- burial and laid her in an upper upstairs room. But they had heard that Peter was nearby at Lydia, so they sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. Then Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and other garments that Dorcas had made for them. So what we'll do is we'll put this on a pause right here as I'm getting ready to do the teaching. Somebody's going to answer the trivia question. Is it uh, trivia? Yeah. Trivia question. And, and a question or just a question? Just answer trivia. Okay. All right. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Gary. How are you, my brother? Well, I'm making it. That's that's good. I hope you had a chance to hear that testimony from Shorty. That was some good stuff, huh? You had some yeah. good things to share. I really appreciate that. All right. This, I, I just taught on this Tuesday. <laughs> I can't remember if you, if you called on Tuesday or not. I'm trying to remember. But who said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? It was either Nathaniel or Philip, and I think it was Nathaniel. That is correct, sir! It was Nathaniel. He was sitting under the tree, and it's just like, uh, yeah, don't tell me something good's coming out of there. It's like, <laughs> that's kind of like what's going on there. And yet, this is the guy that Jesus said, here is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit, because he was just honest. He wasn't wasn't perfect, didn't do everything right, but he was truthful. And well, that maybe was, Nazareth didn't have a very good reputation. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. That's it right there. It's like they had the worst reputation. Like, Messiah's coming out of where? <laughs> He's not coming out of, like, Rome or something? What? And so they were all so surprised. But, yeah, that's how the Lord Tower is. Right? Or Sodom yes. and Gomorrah, you know, they didn't have very good reputations. Exactly. That is that's exactly. I, that's a good illustration. I'm going to use that because in the future. That's a good one right there. Excellent job, brother. Well, uh, God bless you, and I'll keep praying for all of you. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. God bless you. Uh, don't forget to pray for Gary. He's our brother. You got to be praying for him. Now you got to be praying for Shorty too. You got to be. These are people that enter your life. You pray for them. That's what you do. Okay. That's that's how we. That's how we function. So for those that are wondering, my uh, my text thing's not working right. So eh, that's right. You get through it. All right. We'll survive. All right, let's go back to this story. I want to talk about this. This woman, uh, Tabitha. Let, let's understand what's going on. Her, her, the Greek name for Tabitha is Dorcas. Her name actually means gazelle, which means gracious. Just in case you're trying to figure it out. Uh, so she's a believer. Now, what is she? She's a believer. What is she? She's a believer. She she's doing kind things for others and helping the poor, which would be a nice thing for a lot of Christians to do. Being kind to others, helping the poor, that's a good idea. 
Having that reputation eternally nailed down by God, what a blessing. About this time, she became ill and died. Her friends prepared for her for burial and laid her in the upstairs room. I just want you to get this. She's not sick. She's dead. And I need you to understand the differential there. They didn't seek Peter out so that she could get better. She was dead, and they were looking for anything anything her friends prepared her for burial and laid her in the upstairs room right she's dead yeah, bye, bye they they heard that peter was nearby they sent two people please come as soon as possible if anything you can do anything guess what they know about the resurrection of jesus christ guess what they know about there's an apostle somebody close to jesus guess what they're going to do they're going to ask peter to help out Remember, I just want to make sure you understand this. Verse 7, about this time she became ill and died. What were they hoping that Peter would do? You'd think to resurrect or do something, maybe even to bring comfort, whatever the case may be. But they go to Peter, come as soon as possible. Peter returns with them, and as soon as he arrives, they take him to the upstairs room. And what are they doing? They're showing him as they're crying all of the things— that Dorcas had done. And they're weeping. And if you remember, just I'm trying to get you to connect to this. If you remember when Jesus was about to raise Lazarus up from the dead, there was a lot of pain and grief going on around him, and he was moved, and he, so where it says, Jesus wept. And I don't want us to think, I think we think of God as emotionless, and that is just absolutely not the case. In my own testimony, as I have yet to share in the Christian chaos part, but have shared at other times, when I told somebody all the stuff I went through, they started bawling. I started getting mad because it was my story. And they were like, this is how the Lord feels for you. And it showed me what a hard, rock-hard numbskull I was and am because I disconnect from God sharing in the feelings of what I'm going through. Not feelings of fear or stuff like that, but the, the deep pain, the hurt, and knowing that it was done to me in the name of the kingdom kind of mentality. But the Lord, he feels with us. There's a passage in Isaiah that talks about how he mourns for those who are mourning. And it's like we need to understand this connection that God has with us. It's not that he's some gaseous concept on Pluto. He's our creator. He knows what it is that tears our heart apart. And don't you think he knows every ounce, especially when it says that he keeps an account of the tears? Come on. God's not some aloof concept. He's your maker. You cry, maybe you're reflecting him, right? Oh, a little, 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 little twist around there, huh? All right. We'll take a break and come back. The last part's so good. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 
this is really important stuff, so I don't want to, uh, by any means, fail to communicate it. So I'm going to kind of run it back through so you can follow it and just pick up on a point or two. Uh, as they rode, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? Uh, you can, Philip answered, if you believe with all your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he can, right? So he ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down to the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. And I want to just this, is, and then I got one more point. That's why I split it up this way. Here's the thing, and I know it's ridiculous to say, but I'm going to say it to you, and it's important for you to recognize. There's a lot of trials going on right now in the world, in your life, in your family, in different people's lives. I understand it happens for me, too, okay? I got a daughter who's going through the mill. I got a son who's recovering from COVID. You know, you've got all these things going on, and people that we love having a hard time going through the up and the down, and you know there's there's a lot of that stuff going on. I understand. But there is another part of me that also understands this text. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Why was he rejoicing? Because he's saved. That's why. And all the stuff that we go through, it's a drag. It's like, but there is coming this moment where the fullness of the redemption of the salvation that's been granted to us by grace, received by faith from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, we're going to get the fullness of that. We'll be dancing on streets of gold. There won't be any more pain. There won't be any more sorrow. There won't be any more memory of all of the ridiculousness, and it will be awesome. And if that's not a reason to rejoice, then we have lost our mind. We're going through a difficult spot, and not every spot's difficult, let's at least be honest. But if you're going through it for 60, 70, 80, 90, or 100 years, it has its moments. But there is a salvation that is eternal, that doesn't have a limit to the number. And this is, and I'll still say that what, what Rick Warren wrote in the Purpose Driven Life, that first page is the best page of the entire book. You know, your, your life is like a one-sixteenth or one-thirty-second of an inch on a hundred-mile-long piece of tape. That's what this life is. And it's important for us to understand that we have a cause for rejoicing. And for all of the pain and the sorrow, there's nobody that ought to rejoice more than us. The David Spin Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Who? Final trivia question. Who said this? Let's see. Here it is. Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angels and delivered his servants that trusted in him. Who said that? Ooh, like the owl. Ooh. Who said that? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can send an email, david, at he must org. <laughs> That's right. I get to have fun, too, you know. That's part of it, right? All right, somebody ready to answer the trivia question? That didn't take long. Send them on through. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? 
Hey, Dr. David, Captain Rogers. Hey, brother, how are you? I'm great. I hope you're better. I am doing great today. That testimony that Shorty shared was so good. I just really liked it, and I just like the way that the show has gone and the people have engaged. I love it. I love hanging out with the people of God. It's awesome. All right. You ready for the triv? You betcha. All right. Here we go. Uh, who said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him. Who said that? I think that would have been Nebuchadnezzar. That is correct, sir! That is right. That's the one where it's it's a wonderful teaching. We're going to do it at some point because Daniel's part of our, our package that we're going to be teaching on. But just the, the ability for them to turn to, to Nebuchadnezzar and go, well, we're, we're not going to really respond that way, but this is what we have to say to you. <laughs> and then they tell him, and then he's like so mad, he throws him in the fire, and the Lord protects them because they took their stand. His, uh, I think that's his first inkling that he wasn't the almighty powerful king that's it that's boy i bet that really caught him off guard he was probably right right then and there it didn't it didn't help him that he ended up being a, a cow after that but that's not the point the point is he didn't he just should have he should have yielded then and humbled then but yeah i think Amen that's an that. excellent excellent observation great job brother excellent work and you have a blessed day sir all right you too thank you sir bye-bye Fantastic. Always good. great to hear from our brother. Boy, we're just, we're just flying along today. I can't believe the show's almost over. All right, let's do our history real fast. Let's do the history song. Let's go All right, a couple of things to tell you. Today is National Chicken and Waffles Day. Okay. Yum. I, uh, come on. How can you not like chicken and waffles? I don't understand how you can not like that. It's like it's just like what a great combo. Uh, International Day of Air Traffic Controller. Now the reason that that's fascinating is my sister-in-law's son. It happens to be an air traffic controller in Arizona. So that's kind of one of those unique little things. And then today is also National Suspenders Day. They probably ought to suspend that. <laughs> Not a lot of right. Not a lot of that going on, is there? Okay. Uh, three other things. Nobody get offended. This is too funny. Uh, the first one, The Return of the King, the final book of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, is published in 1955 on this day. Uh, 1973, for those of you that remember this, because I certainly remember this, the first episode of The Six Million Dollar Man airs on TV. The, you, you don't have no idea I what have that no is. I have no idea what okay, that is. Okay, that is just too funny. If you think that's funny... He doesn't know this. Listen to this. This last one. 1962 on this day, Monster Mash. The song Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett became a graveyard smash when it reached number one. You're gonna, you have to write down Monster Mash. You have to just listen to it just because it is so <laughs> – you will understand why all the people on this show are just like, what is wrong with all you people? This – this, this right here. That's what's wrong. Okay. <laughs> Dynamite D's going, okay. No comment. Yeah. Okay. You guys know they have something past flip phones, right? That's what he's saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
<laughs> okay. All right, let me do the rest of this text. Really, really cool part here. So pick it up from Acts chapter uh, 9, verse 39. So Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled uh, with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and the garments that Dorcas had made for them. Listen to this, verse 40. Here's a big key. But Peter asked them all to leave the room. Now just stop there. So this woman, she's dead. And then Peter is like, oh, look, this is what she did for us. She did this great stuff. And then Peter goes, okay, everybody get out. <laughs> it's like, what? He told everybody get out. It says, then he knelt and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and helped her up. And then he called in the widows and all the believers and showed them that she was alive. So what I want you to pick up on this is people were grieving, okay? And there's nothing wrong with them grieving. There's no error in that, although although uh, in truth be told, I mean, uh, moving on to the Lord, uh, to be with the Lord, uh, to depart and be with Christ is far better. I mean, that's we know that's true because that's what the Scripture teaches us. But what Peter did was he knew that something was about to happen, and instead of those people sharing his faith, they were all just stuck in grief. It's not unusual. It's not weird or bizarre, but for him to get into what he was about to do, he had to clear the atmosphere. You had to change the room. It's like, okay, I feel you. I hear you. I see what you're showing. I see it. I see it. Got it. Now, everybody get out because I'm going to do something about it. And it just really goes right in sync with what we talked about yesterday when I was talking about music and uh, different Christian artists and so on and so forth. It's just there are times where, you know what, you need to change the atmosphere. There are times in your life you need to change the atmosphere. Even I know I always talk about driving because I spend two hours driving every day, an hour down and an hour plus getting home. And it's like when I'm getting frustrated, guess what I need to do? I need to change the air in the car. I need to put on worship, talk to another Christian or something, put on a radio show that's not going to make me honk my horn at everybody that drives by, but put on something that's going to encourage me to draw closer to the Lord. It's not that I don't listen or don't know what's going on. It's just that there's the steady diet of some of the negative stuff or some of the oppressive stuff. It becomes oppressive. I mean, I don't, you don't have to, if, if I eat 900 pounds of pastrami every day, which of course is my dream, I will become much more like pastrami. I mean, that's just the reality check. And so what I'm what I'm sharing here is what Peter did. Same thing, by the way, that Jesus did. He learned this from Jesus. Because remember, Peter, James, and John were there with the girl who had the who was 12 years of age. And remember, Jesus cleared the room, kicked there, he kicked everybody out. I mean, it, it, it's funny because in this passage in verse 40 in Acts 9, it says Peter asked them to leave. It doesn't say Jesus asked people to leave. Jesus kicked him out. It was a substantially different approach. But Peter knew what was needed to happen, and he knew the atmosphere had to change. And sometimes in your situation, when you're praying, and it's full of a lot of weeping and so on, you got to change it. You got to lift it up. You got to praise. You got to change. You, you got to change what's going on. And you, believe it or not, you can. I was like, that's not, that's not weirdy or new agey or, you know, I know the people, oh, it sounds like new age. It's not new age. Jesus cleared the room. Peter cleared the room. He needed it to be a better atmosphere to do an incredible miracle. Sometimes you got to, you got to make it so that the faith is, is encouraged. 
I do that through worship songs. I don't know how other people do it, but I do it through worship songs. And then also talking to other brothers and sisters and getting encouraged. So I, what I'm trying to, and then, of course, spending time with the Lord. So what I'm trying to say, I'm not, I'm not trying to promote anything other than there are times where the best thing in the world that you can do is just have it be you and God. Because that changes the atmosphere, doesn't it? Even when you're hurting. It makes a big difference. So Peter asked them all to leave the room. He knelt and prayed. Uh, Turning to the body, he said, get up. She opened her eyes. She saw Peter. She sat up. He gave her his hand, helped her up, and then called in the widows and the believers and then showed that she was alive. It's a miracle. In fact, it says the news throughout the whole town spread, and many believed in the Lord. This is the kind of miracle that changes an entire community. Uh, all because he, he needed a little bit of, look, we got to clear this out. Change your atmosphere if it's always been. If, you, if you're if you always getting depressed or discouraged at 7.30 to 8.30 or 7.30 to 9, change what's going on. Change that routine. Don't stay in the same thing. Don't do the same thing. That's not brilliance. It's not theology. It's not feelings. It's practical. Like, okay. And make sure that God is at the center of your focus. That's that's kind of the big part of it. Make sure that God is at the center and not all the other things. And it's nothing wrong with feeling pain, nothing wrong with—I mean, it's, it's not an error to do that. But when you over-concentrate on that, that's all you see. And you got to see better than that, okay? We all need to see better than that. All right. Great show. Excellent job by Dynamite D. Really appreciate the work. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.